Here it is, another episode of Infinite Banter. I'm Mark Jolliffe. I appreciate everybody listening, subscribing, checking out the show. And this week, we're going to really be focused on wrestling. Sunday is WrestleMania, and if you're a wrestling fan, it's the biggest day of the year. Everything leads up to this. All the pay-per-views, all the Raws and SmackDowns and matches, everything is a build-up to this moment, this Sunday coming up. So it's going to be a lot to talk about. And Dan Valdez who I know from the Wrestling Period Facebook group where we talk about wrestling all week and do threads on Raw and SmackDown and talk about all the pay-per-views and very interactive, and I love talking with those guys. We're going to talk about WrestleMania, and he's actually attending WrestleMania, so I'm looking forward to talking to him about WrestleMania and everything about it. So tune in for that. I also want to talk about The Walking Dead. It wrapped up Season 9 last Sunday. Try not to be too spoilerish, but I will talk about some things that happened in the episode. It's not as big as the one before. Nice way to wrap up the season. I'll get in-depth with that. Uh, without further ado, let me get into how you can find the show. Twitter, at Infinite Banter. Personally, I am DJ Soundwave on 75. I don't care if you bother me on there. You're welcome to do so. On Facebook, at Infinite Banter is the fan page. I'm on Instagram at DJ Soundwave 75. You can find the podcast on podcast.com. Just added it to Google Play. We're also on Mixcloud, SoundCloud, and Podbean. So if you follow anywhere where I just mentioned, I'm always posting links in there. You could click on those or just go straight to podcast.com. Look for Infinite Banter. It'll be right there for you. And I appreciate everybody who's been listening and subscribing. And um, without further ado, DMC, kick off the show for me. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. And as I do every week, every show, I want to bring up things from the week prior that I need to either explain, research, correct, etc. So last week I had my guy Ron Thomas on. We were talking about The Walking Dead and we were talking about the movie Us and horror films and special effects and stuff. And he had brought up Tom Savini and he was wondering if he had worked on They Live. And I wasn't sure that he did. And I looked it up. I can't find anywhere that he was involved. Tom Savini, of course, worked on many films. He's a horror icon. He's worked on Friday the 13th and a lot of Romero movies, Creepshow, Maniac, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. So he's known throughout in the horror genre for doing special effects and makeup and such. But uh, I could not find that he had worked on They Live. So I just wanted to clean that up, let people out there know. Also, uh, big up to my man DJ Real One. The music you hear at the beginning, the music here at the end, that is his. He created those music beds, those beats, those are his. Uh, so shout out to Head Knock Records and DJ Real One. His new album, Designer Beats, is out there, and you can check that out. Along with Catch-22 and Brother Wes on iTunes and Spotify. All right, so let's get into some wrestling. All right, you're checking into Infinite Banter. Mark Jolliffe here, and I'm joined by a fellow moderator. I'm the face moderator. He's the heel moderator of Wrestling Period, our Facebook group. My man Dan Valdez joined me from Rhode Island. What's going on, Dan? How you doing, Mark, man? I'm doing super. Yeah, yeah, you're a... Before we talk about WrestleMania, it's a huge card, so many matches. I'm envious of you. Like I told you before, you got the green <laughs> mushroom on me because I've never been to WrestleMania. Is this your first one? And then how hyped this are you is, for this? This is my first WrestleMania like that I've attended. I've been waiting 35 years for this. Wow. Since I knew what WrestleMania was, this was a bucket list thing. And it's like I tell everybody, it's like, you know, when you got your ticket, what was it's like, look. 
Have you ever seen a grown man cry? Like happy, like cry, like sloppy cry. That's exactly what you got for Christmas Ugh. out of me. I'm glad yeah, I can just hear I about it. I don't want to see that. Yeah. No, nah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's like I get embarrassed telling people about it. But you know what? Whatever, dude. This is like some bucket list stuff that you know. Man, I didn't, I didn't think was ever gonna happen. So. Where are your seats? But, Do you know where they are in relation to the ring or anything? Or in the ring? Yes, I'm in the. I'm. Uh, I'm like if you're looking at the at the at the ring camera side. So you're gonna. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be off to the right, like towards the uh, towards the post. But I'm in the lower bowl, so I'm not on the floor. But I'm in the lower bowl, so I'm I'm like right around there. I mean, I'm chances I get on camera on camera are you know either I mean they're pretty they're pretty low, but you know you never know. You gonna bring a sign? Oh, I'm bringing a sign. And, I am bringing a sign. Do you wanna... and it, it's going it's going to say wrestling period on it. Oh, like you did that one time you went to it was either Raw or SmackDown. I forget which one it was. When but I you went to Raw, sign. when I went to Raw with my children, we did this. We did that. So I'm making a bigger and better sign. Oh, man. Period. Yeah, because since then, that was a good three years ago or so. We've grown. For people who don't know, Wrestling Period is a group we have on Facebook. I think I've been down with you guys since 2015. I don't know exactly when it started. Maybe it was like a year yeah. before that. But, yeah, uh, it was we're, like 2014. Yeah, the amount of members we have is growing. seems like every week there's one or two new people. So We, we have to nitpick out some of the, some of the bad apples yeah, that we I'm, had. I'm responsible a for show. a couple. <laughs> that's a whole other show for a whole other day. So. Still, hey, shout out to my guy Lloyd because he's made me look better because he's cleaned up some of the messes oh, from the past. Lloyd's the man. I like Lloyd. Big up to him. And, you know, we got Noel B out there, too. I'm going to give a shout out to him just because he's – He's always littering the whole place with pictures, and a good litter that is. That is, so. that's what he does. He's he's one of those. He's kind of like a celebrity stalker. So he he knows where to find them, and he knows how to bother them. And good for Noel. He usually tells me. Good for him. And sometimes I join him, and sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm not really that dude. But that's yeah. that's another conversation, also. So let's just get right into it, man. Uh, like I said, congrats on getting to WrestleMania. I'm really envious. I've never the only pay per view I've ever been to was Payback from a couple years ago, uh, the one where AJ was versus Roman, and then. I think Enzo got hurt on that one, so that's the only time I've yeah, ever been to an actual pay-per-view. Yeah, and that pay-per-view just—I mean, I remember that one because uh, just watching it at home, and you confirmed it for me, man. When that happened, that just sucked the whole noise out of the yeah. Building, the whole—it it just set the tone for the show. Well, not to get off subject a little bit, but I went to the Shimmer this past Sunday, and Mercedes Martinez she got hurt in a match. And I think she, she ended up having a bruised rib and she basically got the wind knocked out of her. But she was laying there lifeless for like 10 minutes. And it was just this weird awkwardness. Just and, silent. Yeah. And, and, and then, if, then they're just like, um, okay, we're going to do an intermission. And, you know, uh, some of the wrestlers are going to come out and do meet and greets. Uh, we'll be back. You know, it was just very awkward because yeah. they record them and they release them as episodes later. So. Yeah, and I mean, it's like it was so quiet you could hear him out start. I mean, <laughs> I think I heard like that, three of them, the, but it might have been the guy that, next that, to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying. I mean, if you if that's if that's how you got to word it, then yeah, that's how you got to word it. I mean, it was <laughs> that that's how it was. But I digress. We're gonna go to WrestleMania. Yeah, that's cool. So you're not doing the Hall of Fame stuff, right? Well, you know what? It's funny you should mention that. Okay. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend about that um, last night. And uh, the night before, because I find that there's still tickets available for 20 bucks at the Barclays. Oh, dude, if you can so, get in there for 20 bucks, you have to do it. So I may or may not go. So that's it's still it's still, uh, you know, still up in the air. But I mean, if if I uh, if I could sweet talk her tonight and be like, hey, how about we go to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, maybe she'll say yes. 
before we get into the card, I do want to bring up the Hall of Fame for a second. Like yesterday on the group uh, page, I was asking why people were seeming like they didn't give a you know a, give a shit about Bruce. Yes, yes. I'm trying to. I was trying to clean it up. Yeah, Bruce Beefcake. No one seems to care. I'm not saying I'm the hugest Brutai fan in the world, but I I liked him enough. And it's like, man, is it because Hogan's presenting him, or is it? Because Brutus is, exactly, is a bum. Like, what am I missing here? This is exactly what it is. It's it's like I had said last night. It's not so much the person getting inducted; it's the person who's inducting him. Gotcha. We all, we all, you know, just as well as I do, that we all have just basically excommunicated Hogan. You know. Yeah, it's I like mean, he doesn't exist. We have whitewashed him from wrestling. WWE has brought him back. We have not. We have not, and uh, and. It, it was. It's been said by by the one, the only enforcer, William William Richmond, yeah. out there in Springfield. Shout out. Uh, well, yeah, he's choke he, slamming. Uh, he's choke slamming the rules about whether we can bring him back or not. And every time, no, it's no, right through a table. He, he said. He said. He said the only way. Then this is the only one way he can do it is he has to apologize to him to his face, and he's got to let him slug him. <laughs> and then Hogan will start hulking up, and then what? He hits him again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I would pay to see that, actually, to watch yeah, William do I, that to Hogan. That would be great. Yeah, I would, too. Whether you forgive him or not after that is another thing. I, I don't know, man. It's hard because I, I don't think you can come back from that. You can definitely, No, you can't. You can forgive him, but I'm definitely never going to forget that he did that. And I'll be honest, like most of us, we all grew up on that dude, but it really is. It really hurts that that dude would say those things. That's not even like the only thing he's done, too. That's just the one that probably is going to last the longest but some of the other stuff he's done is not exactly uh we can get into that later you know some other day but that guy the stuff he did backstage and all the politicking and uh, the sex tapes like there's so many things with this dude it's just hard to it just yeah it's just hard to like hold him up to the pedestal that we once did so unfortunately hogan uh you're dead to us until further notice tfm hogan yes yes (laughs) <laughs> but then you know we have like we have the Hall of Fame like the I mean it's I mean it's a pretty good class I can't I mean the only the only the only kind of I'd say black mark I'd have on that I mean and it's not Brutus it would be Tory Wilson I mean yeah I understand I get it but I don't at the same time because it's like did you know she has never won a women's title I would have to think hard about that because I think if you have to think if she's won one that probably means she hasn't yeah she has not and she has that's... not won a women's title. She was just she's from the bra and panty era, basically, right? I mean, she yeah, wasn't that's really. Yeah, basically it. Her her big thing was like a bra and panties match. So uh, you know we can't you know we can't be all that. Well, hey, Gail Kim said she belongs, so I'm not going to ever doubt what Gail Kim says. Uh, well, you know that's fine, but you know today they released the uh, legacy, the legacy uh, inductees, and uh, she's not I know... in it. No, no, no. The legacy inductees, and I mean, there are some there are some familiar names on there. Wahoo McDaniel's in there. Um, who else? Uh, Luna Vachon is in the is in the legacy class, and this is a little touchy because uh, one Marky Bell was very not happy about this. They put Bruiser Brody in with the legacy. Oh, instead of giving him an induction. Why? What so is that like the Veterans Committee or something? Like what is that? Why? Pretty much, it's just basically because Lord Alfred Hayes got put in last year. So uh, I mean, they put Bruiser Brody in the Legacy class for this year, and she's not happy about that. And I can understand why. That's because her guy. They put his mur- They put her. Mur- not only that, but they put they put his murderer in there. Oh jeez. And, and uh, yeah, I will say it. They put in his murderer in the Hall of Fame. 
and they put his tag partner in there. They gave them both inductions. But him, he's just an afterthought. Pretty I, messed up. So I don't even know what to say to that. That's that's really a low blow right there. I it is. It is sucks. and I, I I I I'm pretty upset about it myself. So well, not only that, but, but Anvil's going in. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, he's not here to see it. China is kind of sort of going. I mean, she's going in, but not the way she should be going in, which would be as her own, not part of a a faction. Not part of a faction. Yes. And I I really do hate when and this goes for baseball, football, name name whatever the Hall of Fame is for. When somebody gets inducted and they're not here to see it, it really. It sucks. I don't know how else to word it. I'm glad he, that Nightheart's getting in there, but it feels like, eh, is it because he died last year, or why is he in now? But if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do the foundation, I mean, I, I know we were all vocal about this. You know, Martha needs to sign off on it and let let the whole faction go in. All of them: it's Pillman, Davy Boy, Owen, Brett, and the Anvil. Maybe that's coming next. <laughs> Maybe that's possible. That that's the next step from this like they go from heart foundation and then that's the next because i mean if you think about it that way i mean heart foundation did come before that so theoretically maybe they're going i don't know I'm, I'm trying to use logic here i know logic and reason doesn't always uh, coincide with wrestling but maybe that's what they're doing they would hopefully get them all in there you need to have the whole like you said the whole faction needs to get in there but i, I doubt they're gonna do it so do you care okay. about the kickoff show because i see that they have two battle royals going on and my this question is basically it's basically the, you know we have nothing for you battle royal well yeah the the women's one i'll, I'll talk on that one first and I'll, i'm gonna name off a couple people who are in it you should, they should just call it the SmackDown Women's Roster Battle Royal because that's essentially what it is. It's yeah, Asuka. It's, it's the SmackDown Women's Women's Roster and the Scooby Squad. <laughs> Your favorites: Asuka, Carmella, yeah, Naomi, it, Lana, yeah, Mandy Rose, Nikki Cross, Sonya. Yeah, Nikki Cross, Sonya, maybe a couple of NXT women's in there. You'll get. I think Kyrie Sable will make the annual like battle royal trip because she did last year. Here's my know. question. Since Jost and Che are in the men's one, why don't we get Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda for the women's? Like why why are they getting no celebrities? Um that's a that's you know what? That's a very that's a very Do you want to watch that? I I mean I don't want to, but you know, do you want to see Kathy Lee in there with like some wine trying to wrestle Asuka? <laughs> um no. <laughs> So, do you have any thoughts on that battle world? Because I kind of don't, and I I've said this before in the in the group posts. I really think both of these battle royals, the winner should get a title shot, even if it's like the next night on Raw or SmackDown, depending on what brand they're from. I don't oh, see yeah. what the point of these battle royals no. are other than the trophy. No, okay, I'm gonna stop you right there when you say title shot. Let's be specific, mid card title. Yes, that's fine. It, it I would be that'd be WWE my compromise. Yeah, the, or, yeah, it has to be like. It has to be the U.S. or Intercontinental or, you know, whatever else. Even 205 if it's a cruiserweight. Just make you know? me care. Make me care yeah, about the result yeah, exactly. of this thing. That's all. Exactly. I know that's going on. And uh, as far as I know, the, uh, the cruiserweight title match is also on the kickoff show. You know, with the Battle Royal, with the Battle Royal, I know for the men's, I mean, they're pretty much building up. They're building up Ronda with it. No big shock there, you know. And, and like, as for the women, I mean, that one's wide open. I can see I can see uh, Naomi winning it again, but they probably won't have that. If it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Asuka. If you go by what happened on SmackDown when she was the last one standing, they, they kind of made you think that, but I don't – they wouldn't do a uh... – like a preview in that way like oh here this is what you can expect on sunday i think all they're doing is just building her up at least a little bit because they completely tore her down and ruined her and 
I, I don't want to get into it too much. I'm still mad about the title thing. Uh, basically yeah, being ruined yeah, with her. Again, that's another show for another day because uh, I'm not happy about how creative has treated her and Shinsuke. But again, we'll yeah. uh, cross that bridge another day. I'll leave it with this. like The, the main event, the Ronda, Becky, Charlotte match, to me, putting the SmackDown title in there, it, I kind of get it, but to me, it's like putting ketchup on steak. You already had the meal prepared. I don't know why you're adding more stuff to it, but there, I, I know why they're. I think I know why they're doing it. I'm probably wrong, but the big Fox deal is coming up sooner right. than everybody thinks. October will be here, and uh, they've been leaning towards you know just unifying all of them. I can see that because you know the whole too many titles thing. Who knows? I know with the women's title, yeah, there should be a secondary women's title, but that's it. You know, they have a tag, they have a they have an actual women's champion, but they should have a secondary. So like an IC so, belt for the women, essentially. Yeah, why not? Right. Why not? I mean, look at all the men's belt they got. They got they got the WWE, they got the Universal, they got the Intercontinental, they got the US, and I'm even gonna throw in the cruiserweight. <laughs> do you have to though? <laughs> Yeah, we kind of do. It's, I mean, it hasn't been relevant since Enzo held it, sadly. Oh, God. That's a second Enzo reference. I think that's that's it. Uh, no more Enzo no references. More Enzo, no more Enzo references <laughs> for the rest of the time. So before we get off yeah. the Battle Royals, any any final thoughts on this? I'm looking at the, the men's. You've got Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus, Tyler Breeze. Oh, nice to see he's still here. Jinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Way Jose. God, this is just guys that just don't matter. EC3 is in it, uh, you know, whatever that means. Otis. Uh, yeah. I hate Otis, EC3, by the way. Yeah, Otis from heavy meh scenery. <laughs> Gallows and Anderson, who are, you know, essentially probably just doing this because they're on the clock. They're letting, them, they're letting them actually participate? They're listed as participants. I mean, unless I have this wrong here. You're probably not wrong, but I thought they pulled them off the road. But, hey, I mean, it's the biggest show of the year. Right. You might, well might as well march them out there. And I had to do, like, a double take. I'm like, who's Ali? I'm like, oh, yeah, Mustafa Ali is no longer known as Mustafa Ali. It's just Ali. Hey, mama call him Mustafa. I'm going to call him Mustafa. Exactly. That's, that's his name. Uh, Curtis yeah. Axel, Rhino, Heath Slater. So, all your favorites. <laughs> Joe Henning. <laughs> <laughs> the Ascension. Joe Perfect. Uh, the Ascension. No colognes. They're not listed. No colognes, yep, yep. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think there'd be like a surprise? Like maybe somebody like Ambrose getting in there or maybe it Owens? You, you do know that, he, that he's not, they're not doing anything, so it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, even Bray Wyatt. I still don't know what's going on with him. I know he's having a baby, so but he doesn't yeah. mean he can't wrestle. He's not the one that's pregnant. Good, good work, Bray. No, you got right. JoJo pregnant. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, he ruined, he ruined everybody's fantasy there. Well, he's making a new so, Wyatt family, so and then he'll cheat on her. Family, you know, he's gonna mess around with her with Paige or some shit. I don't know. Paige, <laughs> <laughs> make Paige relevant again. Yes, exactly. Make her relevant. Make her relevant again. Just uh, like Biscuit Booty is going to be wrestling after Mania, I hope. I don't really care for snoozer weights, so I'll lean on you for this one. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Tell me why I should care. Um, there you go. Because Buddy Bliss is in the, is defending. Okay. Yes, I said it. Buddy Bliss. <laughs> Write that down. Now, this is I, I had to do a double take on this one, too, because I didn't realize the revival are against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Ryder and Hawkins, I'm taking the edge heads in that how, one because how did this that happen? is going to end the streak. 
this is going to end the streak, and this will be the big WrestleMania moment for for uh, Kurt Hawkins. And it's not like the Revival win all the time. They've had the tag belts, and I think they've lost probably more than they've won, even though they have I mean, the titles. I mean, they didn't even get an entrance this week on Raw. They cut the commercial, and up oh, two jerks with no jackets in the <laughs> ring. Why is Ryder and Hawkins getting this match? Did I miss something? I, I didn't know why this happened. I don't either. <laughs> okay. All right, there you go. They did in the, that Cheech and Chong movie. What is it? Still smoking. Why are you guys having having a film festival in Amsterdam? Answer? <laughs> the answer? Because. <laughs> All right. So there it is. I'm... I'm I'm super excited because Kurt Hawkins will win a match. Off the, off the schneid. That's y- right. Yippee. Woo-woo. All right. All right, so there's that <laughs> one. I, I might as well stick with the tag team belts. Uh, SmackDown. So the Usos, who were like five days ago, had nothing going on. They are now in a four-way with uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, and Rusev and Shinsuke, two guys who they have no idea what to do with, but they're just going to throw them in here because they got to do something. Despite what everybody thinks, you know, I don't think Carlos Boozer and the Dutch Oven will win. So I'm going to take them out. I'm going to take them out of the equation. Yeah, so they then, seem like um, they're going to win, but I could see the Usos retaining. That'd be my guess. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say there's going to be some shenanigans with uh, with Rusev and, and uh, Nakamura. I'm, I'm sticking with them. God, I I really want to pick them, but I just feel like they don't care about these guys. But who I knows? My Rus- I will be wearing my Rusev Day shirt. <laughs> uh, at Mania, just to show my support. What other awesomeness is on here? So, oh, here's one that everybody can't wait to see: Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin in his farewell match. Are you that hyped? Might be that. That might be the time where I go and get me like a hot dog or something, and just come back and see Kurt Angle win. Any chance Cena shows up for that match and takes Corbin out of the uh, out of it? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Because there's no Cena Possibly. on the card yet. I don't right. I mean, he, you expect him to show up, don't? I mean, there's got to be, he's got to be there somehow. I, I'm not saying I want him there. I'm just saying I'm just surprised he's not on it. They don't like to tip their hand before uh, before these major shows. So what could happen? When I met Gail Kim last week at Rise, Gail Kim had mentioned she spoke to Kurt Angle's wife and said, "Is this really a match that's going to happen?" And she said, "Yes." So unless something swerves here, I guess we're going to be pretty disappointed in. Kurt Angle's last match against, what do you call him, uh, Church Clothes? Church Clothes Corbin, TGI Fridays Corbin. I mean, I can go on, you know, with his little vest and his dress pants. You know, it's... But at least he shaved off that mop that used to be called hair that was on top of his head. That's right, because remember, was calling him a UPS worker for the longest time because of that little little promo he did in, like, the back of the moving truck. I'm like, really? (laughs) He looks so much better as Mr. Clean than he did with the uh, ratty mop-looking hair thing that he had going for a couple yeah, years. Yeah, well, he's still he's still like you know he's still like mediocrity personified. <laughs> he's a great GM though. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of GMs, you got Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Falls count anywhere. I'll I'll just say this right off the top. I don't like Miz as a face. I, it doesn't work for me at all. It didn't. It didn't work before, and it doesn't work now. No, it's like you know, you're pumping a dry well here, man. I mean, I don't. This I again. This is this is like the cruiserweight match. This is like make me care. But you know, the only reason I care is because hell, I don't know. They could be fighting up on the steps right next to me, and I'd be like, all right, that's a, that's pretty cool. But that's it. <laughs> you know, I don't get. I don't care who wins this match. <laughs> you know. 
You could be sitting next to Miz's dad before you know. <laughs> I, I could be sitting next to SpongeBob's uh, grandfather. Yes, you're right. <laughs> what does he call him? Potato face. Potato face. Yep. <laughs> he is not yeah, a good looking dude. Again, I'm not really invested in that match, but you know, you never know what can happen. I mean, I know there's going to be some foreign object or something. So we're go- and we're going to be watching most of it on the screens anyway. So. And Shane's going to fall off of something. Fall or jump off of something. Right. Yes. Something high up, Shane's going to fall through a table or some kind of furniture and lay there for about a good three or four minutes. Holy shit, then chance. Wa- and then, you know, see what happens. He's going to be wearing some Jordans. I know that. Right. That's hashtag Cleo. But, um. <laughs> Cleo, for people out there who don't know, is when we predict something that's going to happen, we get a Cleo. And it award. happens. And it happens. <laughs> it's, like, holy, it's like, holy shit. But, uh, yeah. That, that, that's really all. That, in the words of Forrest Gump about that match, that's all I got to say about that. And there's nothing more. So it seems like that one and the Kurt Angle match are the two that I would probably say could be the duds of the night. The two matches yeah, that I I, so. I'm not that excited about. But I will watch them because what else am I going to do? Seven hours in front of a television. You no, know, dude, you're going to be sitting there possibly for seven hours watching wrestling. Are you ready for that? Yeah, man, I'll be all right. Your eyeballs I'll are going right. to bleed. That, that's, no, that's, that's okay. You know, it, you know, if it gets boring, I'll just... I'll just uh, make my way to the merch stand for a little bit and see what see what I can haggle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Maybe this match will get you excited. The, the women's tag team match. We've never had a women's tag team championship match at WrestleMania. So here we go. Sasha and Bailey, the champs, versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Nia Jax and Tamina, and the Iconics. Well, if the Iconics don't have a microphone, we all won already. They're so, going to. Um, that, they will, at least for a couple yeah. minutes. But uh, but with that being said, I have a feeling they're going to win. You know what? I don't think it. you're off with that one. I have a feeling they're going to win. Something's going to happen. Like Something weird. Like Nia and Tamina are going to like cancel each other out or, or something. And by the way, I hope Tamina doesn't look like she's like 60 or something. Cause, you know, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna take it away. That's going to take away from the whole match. Shout out to, to, to Tim to Tim and our group for that one. But, <laughs> well, Beth Phoenix, too, looked pretty good on Monday. She looked like a beast. But I don't know yeah, what the I, long-term I plans are a, for her. Like, is she going to be I here for a while? A, or That's why. Or else I picked them. I think it's going to be a one-off. And, like, Nia and Tamina, I just don't see that lasting too much longer. So they're going to give it to a team with longevity. Hence. Yeah, before before I get through all the other matches, I'm, I would be shocked if uh, almost every title doesn't get changed. I think there might be, like, maybe one. My my guess is that the U.S. title doesn't change, but every other one could theoretically change, and I wouldn't be shocked at all. Yeah, I I, I feel that, but I just have a feeling. I just have well, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of championship matches, so we're starting to get into the uh, the real matches here. Samoa Joe for the U.S. championship. Well, he has the belt. He's going to be fighting Rey Mysterio. Uh, Willie Richmond's favorite little guy. Or oh is yeah, he, he? It says here he's Ray injured. Got hurt. Yeah, he said he's injured, and there's speculation on whether or not he's going to be there or not i haven't seen the latest is he still quote-unquote uh possibly in this match or he said it might be a game time decision and then so. we would get who john cena <laughs> no well maybe that's where you maybe. that's where you insert john because he made the u.s championship relevant again i guess that would make some sense i don't know or you give somebody an opportunity like i don't know the Elias. kid how about that little kid from the from the some some twelve year old or whatever from the audience, you know, just like what Braun did last year. Right. <laughs> All right. So that one we can't really predict because we don't even know who Samoa Joe is fighting. I I think Joe would probably retain regardless of who it is. Although if it is somebody like Cena, I can see that happening. 
where he would get yeah. it. Ugh. Ugh. Insert yeah, vomit exactly. here. Um, yeah. Insert sad eyes. <laughs> uh, but then you got the IC belt, Lashley versus Finn. Now, what I'm going to say this... Damon Finn is going to win that match. Yeah, I, I find that hard to believe that he wouldn't. I just want to say and this. Gonna... The whole demon thing, I don't like that they tell you he's going to be the demon before he shows up. I would rather it just happen. You're like, oh my God, he's the demon. Why do they have to tell us they that he's the demon? They only did it one time where they, where they have him since he's been on the main roster, and that's when he fought Corbin. Right. At I think, SummerSlam, he just came out. I, I just feel like the reveal of it would be a bigger pop than just telling us a week ahead of time like oh he's gonna be the demon like oh so he's gonna be venom with the rastafarian okay that all right you're telling me now i'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be scared because i already know about it though like have it happen make it spontaneous he shouldn't plan it he should just come out with it and then last like oh my god i'm gonna crap my pants here comes the demon king well here's here's uh here's something that i already know all right i'm gonna be able to probably stand in line buy an eight dollar beer Go to the bathroom. Not in this order, though. Go to the bathroom. Go to the merch stand, and then still come back, and Finn will still be coming out to the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's going to take a long time for that one. The Lashley entrance won't take so long. Leo will yap and do whatever he does, and then right once you hear the Finn music come on, go ahead and drop a deuce and and then buy some John Cena merch or whatever you plan on buying. <laughs> I'm <laughs> exactly, guessing you're not going to buy any green green wristbands that glow in the dark or whatever whatever the John Cena. No. Merch is. No, not at all. But I, I do know that, you know, I do know that if they're going to bring out the demon for a title match, it's pretty safe to say that Finn's going to win. By the way, speaking of merch, what shirt are you going to wear? Have you picked it out yet? Oh, I'm wearing my Rusev Day shirt. Okay. Oh, you said that already. That's right. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Rusev shirt. But okay. Rusev Day. And you will. I'll be wearing that in my Raiders hat because I'm going to need something to, like, cover my eyes if I need to sleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> During so, the pre-show. So, so two things that used to be good, Rusev and Raiders. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, look, I'm just being honest. The Raiders a couple years ago were really good, and, you know, Rusev a year or so ago was over, and now he's over figuratively and literally because they don't care about him anymore. But Right, right. I, I mean, guess I'm just yeah. being a jerk, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a Bears fan. I don't really hate the Raiders. We have really zero reason to not like each other. The Bears and Raiders have almost, what, one match every four years? I mean, or one one game. So there's really nothing yeah, get, to get to. We, a, we get y'all this year in, in England, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. Oh, I'm really? Sure. Is it Raiders and I'm Bears in England? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in England, so I guess we'll see what happens. And you guys have built up the roster a little bit, so we'll see. Might be a different yeah, Raiders. Y'all got Khalil off. I was going to leave that one alone. I didn't want to bring that up, but since you did, yeah, uh, Khalil Mack yeah. is on the Bears, and thank you very much. So, so in the words of Damien Sandow, you're welcome. <laughs> Here's a match I know you're the most excited about. It's Batista versus Triple H, and it's oh, a no-holds-barred. Dave, Dave and Paul. And Dave Triple and Paul. H, career on the line. Dave and Paul. Dave and Paul. So I think, I think yeah, I don't I don't see H putting, putting over Dave at all. No. Oh. If he wouldn't put over Sting, he wouldn't put over Booker in their WrestleMania matches, you know, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing it. Is this essentially just to give Drax his one last match, give him a WrestleMania moment, regardless of the result, of course, but. Oh, you know, there's probably going to be some hot man love at the end, you know, where they're (laughs) going to be like hugging in the middle of the ring. Not to be confused, not, not to be confused with the shield who fist in the ring, write that down. Um, <laughs> no fisting. Know, there's gonna no fisting. No, they'll they'll give each other a hug and walk off. But you know, H's entrance is gonna be epic as usual. So we we know that we know that. 
And is but, Batista yeah, going mean, to wrestle with the blue blockers on or off? <laughs> well, no, I'm more or less concerned about his nose ring and if he's going to spit everywhere. Yeah, you know. Get him, get him what he wants, what he really, really wants. It's, wow. <laughs> it's great. As long as he doesn't talk, I think we're good. I, I've come to the conclusion that um, he's really good in movies because they get to do seven or eight cuts and they can edit it, whereas when he's doing it live, he's not very good. But I don't, I don't see, I don't see H putting him over. No, that's not going to happen. All right, so we're we're both thinking Batista's going to lose that match. Yeah. And whatever he gets to have a WrestleMania moment, he gets to go out thinking he had, you know, one last match in him, and he did, and now we won't care anymore until he comes back another time. Uh, here's the match I think that I think could be the sleeper match. This could be the the Macho Man Steamboat of WrestleMania here. I, I could be wrong, but this is maybe because I'm just biased. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. You could be right. You really could be right. I mean, uh, AJ's known to put on a show. He's already teasing. He's going to be wearing the best gear that that he's ever seen. And uh, his hair know, will look just, great too. You know that. Oh, of course, man. He's got to use his Pert Plus, you know, before he goes out there. Maybe <laughs> Herbal Essence Pro. I mean, Herbal Essence uh, <laughs> Salon Selectives. I don't, doesn't matter. Actually, I think know, he said he just uses blue. berries and fruits <laughs> for his hair. So <laughs> she ain't nothing but ultra perm. Tell me how you want me to cut this. <laughs> That'd be five dollars, or is it ten dollars? Yeah, I forgot be. how much the haircut was. Is eight? Is it's eight? eight? See, no, I'm eight way dollars. off. <laughs> Tell me, really, how do I look, AJ? His it's hair. Time to find your queen. <laughs> AJ's hair looks tremendous. Well, he found his queen. It's Wendy. Thanks to Joe, we all know everything about well, his home life. Know, yeah, but we all know Joe's looking for Nia when he goes to New York. So. <laughs> all right, so I I see AJ winning this one, not. I don't really have any reasons other than I just like him better, so I'm picking him. Yeah, I mean that it can go either way, but if I had if I had to select, I think it's AJ's time. To, you know, have a big WrestleMania moment against a big opponent. You know, I'll give them credit though. When this match was first starting to be, you know, we started to first feel like this was going to be a match. I didn't really have too much excitement into it, but their promos have been really good. I mean, the back and forth about Indy versus you know being WrestleMania guy like Orton has been for two decades. I mean, the back and forth of those two really has built up this match to where I actually care, where before I was kind of like, eh, uh, all right. I mean, I've seen them wrestle before. It's not like they've never done it, but it is kind of cool yeah. seeing these two guys who three or four years ago, I never would have thought I would see them in the same ring. So I'm going to take it for what it is and be happy for it. Definitely, as you should, as you should. Uh, all right, so I we got four more great. left here. Here's another big one. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. And Drew's gotten the better of him the last couple of weeks. Which means they're not going to let the big dog go ahead and lose in his, in his return, you know, his return match at Mania. So everybody's going to be pulling for the big dog. <laughs> so I'm going to be going. I, I'm picking him. I, I got him all day. They're not going to let him lose. You, you kind of yeah. have to. I mean, he's coming back from leukemia and everything. He's finally... I don't know how to say it. I guess he's sort of over, or at least people are like, it's like clapping at, you know, when, when somebody hits like a golf shot, and you just like, you just kind of politely clap. It's like, I think people are clapping for Roman, even though they might not like him, but they're still clapping yeah, because you'd be a bad guy. You'd be a jerk to not clap for this dude. You'd so. dick to boo him. Yeah, I mean, come on. Can't do that. We're, we're all going with the big dog. No. 
And I don't want to see them ruin Drew because he's really had a good run. I mean, he's run through the shield. They're not going to ruin it. They're going to do it correctly. Okay. He can't, he's not going to get it ruined. I think I think that they're, they're going to have something at Backlash, again, a rematch. So I think that one might go Drew's way. But I think for Mania, they're going to give it to the big dog. Yeah, there it is. You know you got to say that every yeah. time you talk about Roman Reigns now. I don't know how That's you could right. type it. You got all caps, I guess, or something. I don't know. But... Yep. That's right. <laughs> all right. Three more left here. I think that the Brian Kofi match will be third to last. I'm assuming in the order of things, it seems like that would be, even though a lot of us are probably more excited about that match than any of them, I think that might be. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that that one, I think if it's not A.J. Orton, this one will will have people swinging from the rafters. I agree. As, as, as old Gorilla would say. As a, as a so, title matches go, I think this is the one I most, how do I say it, uh, emotionally involved with is this well, one here. of course. I mean, we've all we've all said it. We've said it in the group, and we've all thought it. It's been said on television. You know, this man has not gotten any justice for the amount of time he has been there. He has pinned three sitting champions, three, and got nothing to show for it. You know, no right. title match. I mean, I shouldn't say nothing. I mean, he is he is part of the longest reigning tag team title uh, champion of all time. Well, as fans, I mean, this whole Vince thing and having him go through gauntlet matches and inserting Owens into the one match at, uh, at one of the pay-per-view, uh, was it Fastlane? All the stuff they put Kofi through, it's like the fans, we've almost felt it the same way. Like, we've been put through the ringer almost as much as Kofi has, and it's just like, oh, what obstacle does he have to go through next? And now that it's finally over with, I was waiting for Tuesday for that dude to come out there and say, oh, well, wait a minute, hold on, and do some kind of stupid swerve, but it actually went through. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. But, yeah, I think we're all, we're all pulling for Kofi. Yeah, we're all pulling for Kofi. We all have worked somewhere for 10, 15 years, worked hard, and not gotten a raise. So I can relate, Kofi. I'm there with you, man. We all can. We all we all got Kofi. Right. So that that that's that's our pick. So the next one. Yeah, this is this is the uh, the other big uh, championship match: Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. It, there is no way I don't see Seth Rollins pulling this off. But there what, is a way I can see where they're put, where where. Uh, where I can see Brock Lesnar retaining, and that Ugh. is because they're going to they're going back to Saudi Arabia. Oh, God, no! Uh, <laughs> Please, I know, I know. I'm not I'm not too keen on that either. But you know that 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 oil money spends well for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Wow, and uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I that's the one that's that's the one where I said I'd save it. Well, here it comes. I think Brock will retain. Man, will retain. you're going to be there. And, you're going to have to tell us what the energy in the room is like if that actually does happen. Oh, don't worry. I will go live on Facebook, put it on the group, and you will see people walking out if that happens. It'll The air will <laughs> just be let. And I think here's the problem. If that actually happens, and if that's the match before the women's uh, triple threat winner-take-all match, it's going to be hard for them to come after that with the crowd just no, let down is. emotionally. Double that up. If Kofi loses and Seth loses, dude... It's going to be mayhem in there. Yeah, and it's not only that, but, I mean, you know, it'll bring you back to 30 when Taker lost the streak. People were walking out of the Superdome. People were pissed. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you're going, so to be, yeah. you're going to be the man on the scene. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see what it's like. Hopefully that scenario does not happen, but if it does, I'm curious to hear what you say the crowd is like. It's going to probably be bedlam in there. Oh, it's going to be mayhem. And then It, it will be. And the last match, the first time ever at a WrestleMania, a women's championship match is the main event. We got Ronda Rousey 
Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, all titles on the line, winner takes all. I this is a hard one for me to predict. I I want Becky Lynch. I think everybody's probably rooting for Becky Lynch. I think I I I think you I yeah I think you picked my pick right there. I'm picking Demond. <laughs> You're gonna see some stars. Uh, You're gonna she, see some stars. Charlotte Charlotte Flair. You're gonna see some stars. She, and and they're always after me. Lucky Charms. Me Lucky Charms. <laughs> This thing has no, been – they've built the crap out of this thing. I mean, there's nothing more that – they've everything you can do, they've done to make us care about this match. I mean, Christ. I mean, even that terrible, like, Police Academy skit that wow. they did on Monday. Dude, okay, I've, I've never been put in the back of a police car before. Are, are the windows really that easy to kick out? <laughs> I, I wouldn't know, man, but – And – and I, I watched it last night because I missed m- most of Raw, so I kind of had to rewatch the stuff I missed, and I left that segment on. I I didn't realize that Ronda drove the car somehow with no hands. Yeah. How did she gear and shift? She, I don't know, but I know that she took she took a face plant right on freaking window. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen after the knee. I'm like, wow. It was, it was it was it was actually pretty all right, but then it got dull, and it's like, all right, this is stupid, and then. Then they started beating beating the holy hell out of each other, and then it got interesting. And then once Charlotte hit that knee, I mean that that's what did it for me. Did you see the Benny Hill version of it with the music? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I was waiting for a foot to come down like Monty Python and squish them all. The the Benny Hill music and everybody out there, I'm sure you could find it. it they played a Benny Hill theme underneath all of that, and it's just yep, Google. It makes it great. <laughs> yeah. It it it's really it's awesome. good. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean. If, if Vince has his way, it's going to be a flare. See, that's that's what I'm thinking, and I, I'm not going to be upset with that. I just don't want Ronda to have the belt, and both of them, for that matter. Me either, but I, I really don't want I really don't want Charlotte to have the belt because it's like it, it would be too obvious, you know, why she's in this match is ridiculous. But and you know, the, the whole title, Becky Lynch, yeah, yeah. If you have Becky Lynch walk out of there. People are gonna go home happy. I just know that. That's it, man. That's my take. <laughs> yeah, that's your, that's your take. Well, I had a couple quick ones real here before, here before I let you go. Uh, All right, Elias. Why isn't he in a damn match? I know that he's hosting or not hosting. He's the mu- musical act, which is cool. My, I'm fine with that, but I want him in a damn match. They're gonna interrupt him. Rumor is it's gonna be Lars Sullivan, but I have my own little. What about Honky Tonk? Maybe Honky Tonk's gonna be there for the Hall of Fame, and then you got. Jeff Jarrett, who's made an appearance uh, at Royal Rumble in a couple weeks after that. Is it possible we get a three-way guitar El Cabang? Or, 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 you know, because it's been rumored. It's been rumored, and I'm glad you said El Cabang, but I'm going to be like more, I'm going to be more like El Cabang. There, there it is. Bang. You're going to hear, he's going to come out as the American badass. That's oh, just what I want, that's a Cleo right there, man. You get that one. Yep. You're that, that's done. That's what I got. That's what I want. That's what I want. But I don't know. I I don't know. I, me and you have been very vocal about how they how they underutilized and missed an opportunity with Elias. I just so. he's really good in the ring. Obviously, he's got the charisma. And he he's got the crowd. Whether he's a heel or a face, regardless of where he is, I just would like to see him do something more meaningful. Even if it's just an IC title or a US title, or whatever, just something to. 
add more credence to it than just him playing guitar or somebody interrupts, hits him with a guitar. I mean, it's cool. I like it, but it's kind of like the Braun thing. I can only see him flip yeah. so many cars before I'm like, when are you going to do something or, else? Yeah, exactly. Well, have fun at WrestleMania, dude, and I'll be looking forward to seeing you uh, with your sign and everything and hopefully uh, give us some feedback on what it's like. Oh, there. there's going to there's gonna be updates. Just be, be aware. You know, I'm going to be flooding timelines. You'll get live feeds. I'm telling you, it's going to be... It's going to be a pretty immersive WrestleMania. So Cool, man. All right, have fun, dude. I'll talk to you, man. Be easy, my man. Later. All right, that was Dan Valdez from the Wrestling Period group that I'm a part of on Facebook giving us his thoughts on WrestleMania coming up this Sunday. And luckily for him, he's actually going to be there live and in person. So shout out to Dan Valdez and everybody from the Wrestling Period group. I appreciate all of you and can't wait for Sunday. And it's going to be some kind of card. There's a lot of matches. Some of them I'm excited about, as you heard there. Some not so much. But this should be pretty fun. Yeah, Walking Dead, I got to give him credit. This season, before it started with the announcement that Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick, was leaving the show and he was only going to be in about five episodes and Lauren Cohan, who plays Maggie, was also not going to be there for the duration of the season, you kind of had this like black cloud over the show like that this season was either going to just really fall and fail miserably or maybe it would outlive all the the doom and gloom of losing two of its main characters so thankfully it actually did the second thing it it actually was a lot better than i thought it would be uh angela king is now the new showrunner took over and uh, the writing was really good and they brought back that horror feel to it so i really like how this season went very good i got to give them their credit because it could have very easily you lose your main star your main character you, the show could have just fallen flat and just completely just jumped the shark but it did not it didn't do that uh, yeah there's some things you can nitpick but for the most part i feel like last week's episode which wrapped up the season did a good job of just cleaning up the whole season and giving a nice wrap up to it they had snow for the first time and i don't watch game of thrones so i don't really understand or know the references but i guess game of thrones does something similar and they've even, I guess, done some stuff that references Walking Dead. So, again, I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones. I don't watch it. I don't have any, like, strong feelings one way or another because I've never seen an episode of it. But I do know that there was some sort of reference with the snow, and that was something to do with Game of Thrones, I guess. But I liked what they did. They've never had snow on the show before. So really cool that they did that. Uh, no killing this week. So, spoiler, nobody died on the show. Uh, that was the week before. That's when you had the big reveal of the 10 people on the pikes. So that's uh, this finale... They did something different than the last couple of years where they didn't end on a big like cliffhanger like they did with Negan where you didn't know who he killed or who was going to die or what's going to happen. That was all the week prior. This one was just kind of a wrap-up of the season. The kingdom dies, I guess if you want to call that a death on the show, quote-unquote. Yeah, there's no more kingdom, so that's done. It's a little weird seeing Carol and Ezekiel kind of quote-unquote break up. Uh, they're, they're no longer married, I guess, whatever you want to call it. She gave him the ring back. I don't know if that's going to be a long-term thing or if that's just for something at the end. But the, to me, the biggest part of this this last episode was showing the radio. Uh, Eugene sets up the radio, and they kind of you know hinted at it all season long. Ezekiel and Judith are talking on it at the end, and then when they both leave, there's another voice that pops up on there. There's lots of speculation who it could be. Is it somebody from Fear the Walking Dead? Is it someone from the Commonwealth? Is it Rick? Is it Maggie? Is it whoever? Um, so that's probably the only real cliffhanger they left for season 10. So we'll see what that is. I haven't gotten that far in the comic books, but from what I understand, that is a character that Eugene 
builds a relationship with and talks to. So it's possible they do something with that. But I noticed on Fear, they always have the radio communications too. So is it possible they're tying in these seasons of Fear the Walking Dead season five and The Walking Dead season 10? I don't know because the time jump is so vast. Walking Dead is six years ahead, seven years ahead of where Fear at least left off. But we don't know where Fear will be when they come back. They just released their trailer. You see Dwight in it. Obviously, the main cast is back. And there's also uh, Daniel Returns. So looking forward to seeing Fear. I mean, I'm not as big of a fan of it as I am of Walking Dead, but I will watch it every week. And uh, just like I said, it's like how Walking Dead as a whole, this, this last episode just felt like a nice way to wrap it up. They're having fun at the end. They're having snowball fights. Nobody died other than the kingdom falling, which is not a good thing, of course. But everybody seemed kind of happy and hopeful for the future for the most part. Um, I like how this season was. It was a really good season. Season seven and eight, they, a lot of people have a hate-love relationship with it. I, I didn't hate those two seasons, but I get why people didn't like them as much. They got sick of the, the Negan stuff and the Savior War. This season kind of wrapped it up. And speaking of Negan, I guess Negan's a good guy now because this last episode, he saves the dog. He saves Judith. He's the only one who went after her kind of felt like the hateful eight when he's sitting in the uh i guess it's a house but there's like no heat and he's sitting there with rosita and eugene and father gabriel and sadiq and i believe yeah judith was in there too and he's just cracking jokes and being a jerk and like the whole time you know you waiting for one of them to kind of hit him or slug him because he's just negan being negan anyways i like the episode was really good really love this season and i'm glad that the walking dead is seems like they're on the right track and unfortunately they've lost some main actors we'll see what happens next season and I'm um, just really looking forward to season 10 of The Walking Dead. I really appreciate that they took the show and they didn't let it fall by the wayside because they lost two of their main actors. And who knows, this radio thing might tie into bringing one of them back, if not both. They're tying into the movies. There's so much that, this can, that they can do with this now, and I'm really excited to see the future of The Walking Dead. All right, that'll wrap up this episode of Infinite Banter. I appreciate everybody for listening. Thanks to my guy, Dan Valdez, for calling in and talking about WrestleMania. And I look forward to seeing WrestleMania on Sunday and hearing his thoughts on what he saw live and in person because he'll be there. So thanks, everybody, for checking it out. Appreciate everybody. Tonio TV is on again this Saturday at 9 o'clock on Channel 19, Channel 35. His first episode is still airing through the month of April. You can check him out on TonyoTV.com. So big up to DJ Real One and everybody else who's listening. Wrestling period. Appreciate all you guys on there. And I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm out.